0: Hi, everyone. I'm Elena Aguilar, and welcome to the Bright Morning Podcast. All right, friends, today I've got a Coach's Corner episode for you. This is the kind of episode where I hope you will feel like I am your coach, whispering into your ear, or maybe not whispering, and providing you with some reflection prompts. Some ideas and maybe a little bit of directive advice or suggestion. I'm very tempted to be really directive. Before I get into this episode, in which I'm really going to focus on how to make the most out of winter break, I want to quickly thank friend of the podcast, Aaron H. from Washington. Erin, thank you for being a friend of the podcast. Your support allows us to create this without advertisements. And if you're interested in becoming a friend of the show, click on the link in the show notes. All right, let's get into this Coach's Corner episode. Okay, winter break is coming up. How are you going to spend it? What are you going to do? How do you want to feel during, after? That is what I want to coach you around today. So folks, I just had a birthday. And whenever I have a birthday, I go into that deep reflection mode, thinking about what I've learned this year. I'm reflecting on everything I have learned in my 52 years on this planet. And sometimes this reflection process makes me think or makes me wish, I wish I had known that 10 or 20 years ago. This is different from a regret. It really is not a regret. It's more like, why did it take me so long to quit eating gluten? Or to learn how to place real boundaries around my time and my energy? Or like, why didn't I jump off that boat into the glacial waters in New Zealand? I mean, I guess that is a regret in there. I wish I had jumped off that boat. But it's also a prompting point for reflection for me. And In that one, and in several other of my why didn't I, I wish I had, I wish I'd known, there's the presence of fear. And sometimes, however, let me get away from the reflection on fear. Sometimes all these insights I get into what makes for a healthy, meaningful, joyful life makes me want to shout my insights at other people. Like, listen! do this or keep doing that or even stop doing that. But as I said, I'm going to try to refrain from being directive because sometimes it doesn't work. But, you know, I got to say, on the other hand, I grew up around a lot of old people. My grandmother and her friends, she had a big group of really close friends, and they were a very lively and engaged, wonderful group of people, and I spent a lot of time with them growing up. And I could talk to them about everything, and they would share their wisdom, and I would ask them also specifically, you know, when they were in their 80s and stuff, what they regretted, what they wish they had known. And I often felt like I was taking notes on what they shared and I still try to spend time with people who are decades older than me whenever I can because I do think they have wisdom and I try to glean the lessons to apply to my life. You know, as far as I know, we only get one. One wild and precious life to quote. The great Mary Oliver. Okay, I said I wanted to talk to you about winter break, because winter break is coming up. How are you going to spend it? What do you need from this time? What's most important to you when it comes to these weeks? Really most important. How do you want to feel in these weeks? How do you want to feel afterwards? And be honest with yourself. That's probably what I want to like scream at you if I'm going to be honest. Be honest with yourself. Be honest about your desires. Not what you think other people want from you or what you feel like you need to do. But what do you actually need for yourself? Do you need rest? Do you need joy? Do you need celebration? Do you need to really bask in appreciation, gratitude. What do you need? What do you want? What are your desires? I want to encourage you, really, really encourage you to spend some time with these questions. This is one of the things I've been reflecting on in the last few years, this thing about desires and wants. And I am going to admit There are times when I say, I don't really know what I want. I don't really know. And that's not the truth. I do know what I want, and I'm afraid to admit it even to myself. It's not a question of me being confused. I know what I want, and I'm afraid to admit it. What do you really want? It's hard to separate out our own desires, our deepest desires from who we think we need to be, what we think others need or want from us. So I want to invite you to try out an exercise. I want you to imagine yourself in 20 years. And I want you to imagine that that future self comes back in time, travels back to right now. And the two of you have lunch together, or go out to a meal, or take a hike. You decide what would be a pleasurable, enjoyable way to spend a couple of hours with your future self. And on this date with your future self, what does this future self say to you? What does your future self tell you to do? Tell you to do in these couple of weeks of vacation that are coming up. What does your future self tell you to stop doing? Whether that is in a couple of weeks of vacation, or more broadly if you want. And what does your future self tell you to continue doing? Either in this vacation period, or more broadly if you want. What advice, what wisdom does that future self of yours have to offer you? This is a powerful exercise. It's one that I do maybe twice a year. And it's one that helps me connect with my inner wisdom, with my more developed self. Not the one that's afraid of jumping in the glacial water in New Zealand. That self is the one that's like, oh, it's scary. I'm going to get cold. What if I don't come up from the water? The future self knows I'm going to come up from the water. And it's like, jump in the water. You might never be back here by these glaciers. Jump in the water. My son jumped in the water. And he said it was thrilling. He still talks about it. I'm like, why didn't I jump in the water? Okay, jump in the water, Elena. The reflection I just invited you to do is a simple framework. I use this a lot even in my workshops. It's stop, start, continue. A simple way of thinking about what you are doing or thinking about what you are learning and categorizing those insights or learnings. So try it out and try it out in relationship to thinking about your upcoming break so that you can at least be clear on what you want, what you need, and that clarity might propel you into taking action to meet those desires or needs. From that list, you might get some really concrete, clear ideas about what you want to ask of your family, of your friends what you want to give to yourself in terms of time or experience, I hope that reflection and the list that you create can help you tap in more deeply to those authentic desires. There's so much power in those, and I know it is scary to look at them. I'm right here with you. Every time I deeply look at them again, I'm like, wow okay wow that's big and you know what it is scary but it's actually more scary to not look at them and it's more exhausting to not look at them and when i look at my truest desires and wishes yes there's a moment of fear and apprehension and then i actually get really excited and energized and i get clear and clarity is so good folks this break that's coming up I know how badly you need some break. I just don't know what that means to you, what precisely it is that you need, but I know you need a break. Because from folks that I've been talking to this fall, it seems like this fall, this school year, might now be the hardest ever. And we thought that 2020 was hard. We thought that the 2020-21 school year was hard. However, based on what I've been hearing, I think that educators might in the end conclude that actually it was the 2021-22 school year that was the hardest because resilience reserves were low coming into it and all the uncertainty and the back and forth and the whiplash of clothes not closed, kids here, kids home, all of the ripples of chaos and uncertainty. And I don't need to tell you all that. You need a break. I know you need a break. But what does that look like for you? I hope you will be able to get some clarity on that. I really hope so. (sighs) All right, friends. Thank you so much for listening. I want to ask you if you enjoyed this show. I mean, you could consider this to be like a late birthday present for me. If you enjoyed this show, if you would take a couple of minutes to rate it and review it on Apple Podcasts, if you have not yet done that. I'd be so grateful, and if you've already done that, then maybe you could just share this episode with someone who you think might find value in it, because just rating or sharing really makes a big difference in helping people find out about this show, and I am committed to getting the word out about the Bright Morning Podcast. Folks, this podcast is produced by Leslie Bickford and Stacey Goodman does the sound engineering Take care, everyone, and be well.